This is First Class Counselors, another innovative podcast brought to you by Camp Hacker. First Class Counselors is dedicated to young and up-and-coming camp mavericks. By equipping and empowering our on-the-ground staff, camp directors can rest easy knowing that our campers are having the true life-changing experience that parents expect. Find our show notes and our blog for camp leaders and professionals at camphacker.tv. Hello, Camp Rose. This is Oliver Gregan, Summer and Family Camp Director at Camp Jewel YMCA. And I'm Matt Hansberger, the Executive Producer of Podcasting at Go Camp Pro, and you are listening to First Class Counselors. This is a series for camp directors to give their counselors as they hire and prepare them for the upcoming summer. Yes, because great camp directors know that our counselors have the most important job at camp. Their abilities will make or break a camper's week, and they hold the keys to a camper coming back year after year. So counselors, you superstars out there, this one is for you. So today we're going to be covering one specific topic, and we're going to cover all the essentials as fast as we can. It's the need to knows. The can't go without. The fundamentals. The basics. All right, so what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about taking initiative. It's the thing that all camp directors dream of, kind of. Sometimes too much initiative is too much, but having initiative is a really good and a powerful skill. So what is initiative? It's this ability to assess and initiate things independently, the power or opportunity to act or take charge before others do. Those are dictionary definitions, by the way. It almost sounds like something that a superhero would say, acting before others do. Does this mean that if you show initiative at camp, you become a superhero? Probably. So let's talk about it and make you all superheroes at your camp in today's episode of First Class Counselors. So Matt, if you're going to start defining initiative for a camp counselor who's coming to camp, where are you going to start? What is initiative at camp? Because initiative shows itself in a lot of different ways and a lot of different careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it, just in general, a little bit, um, it's an awareness, and then it's awareness that you have at camp. And when you're a camp staff, you want to have this general thought of how can I be useful right now? And for me, that's initiative. If you can help in a situation or add to a situation uh, or make it better, then you're taking initiative. So this kind of thing helps in large group program times when there's, you know, the supervision is a little more mixed and there's campers running around and there's staff doing their things. So a staff who has that um, initiative mindset is going to find a way to best help. So whether they're helping with the game or helping with camper issues or on the lookout, that's taking initiative because you're ready to jump in. Also in the like small group context things, I take like doing dish. So I did dish a lot when I was uh, when I was a counselor and when you're doing dish, taking initiative means that you're always making sure you're being as efficient as you can and making sure you've like sorted the knives and forks ahead of time or made sure all the dishes were sprayed before it got to the sprayer or washed off so that you're being the most efficient you can. Um, so having that, how can I be useful or make this better? For me, that's what taking initiative of uh, taking initiative was at camp. And I, I found that people and staff members that I worked with that took initiative, they would ask questions like, how can I help? Or is there anything I can help with? Or what else needs to be done? And uh, when it looks like others need help, that's what they would ask. Or when you don't know what to do, they could say like, how can I help with this? 
And for me, that was like music to my ears. It was, in fact, my camp director dream to have somebody ask me if they could help or if there's anything else they could do. For me, that was, that was huge. So that's kind of where I would start with initiative. What about you, Oliver? No, I think you do kind of hit the nail on the head there. And taking initiative is helping, right? And it's really important to notice that it's helping, but it's volunteering to help, right? It's being the person who's coming forward and saying, can I be here to help? Or on the flip side, it's sometimes reactionary. You just naturally do this. You are going to step up to the plate because you know this is something that needs to be done. You don't need to be told to, and you don't need to volunteer to help. You're just going to make sure that this is being taken care of because you've grouped it in with an expectation that you know already exists, right? This is an expectation to be responsible. So I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to clean up this area. And I definitely am going to go into that more later. I think it's also really important to notice that initiative comes from internal motivation most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. Typically somebody who's being told to do something doesn't want to do it right away. But if it's internal and your reaction is to do this thing already, you're volunteering for it or you're just naturally doing it reactionary wise, you are doing it from internal motivation, which is really important. That comes from a desire to grow, improve yourself, the surroundings, the environment, or the life of others that you're involved with. So that internal motivation is really important when it comes to initiative. And I think that a lot of people got to think, all right, cool. How do I grow that internal motivation? And we'll talk about it as we go through, but really focus on that fact because initiative with an external motivation is only going to last as long as that external motivation lasts, right? When somebody offers you $5 to help, you're going to help until you get the $5. So know that initiative comes no matter what is being offered. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. And sometimes, if not most times, it's just doing your basic responsibilities. It's just doing the things that need to get done. Don't always think that initiative is going above and beyond. It's you know, it's not going to the store and spending $500 of your own money to make this amazing camp activity, right? And you're, if you're a counselor, that's not really something you should be doing because you're wasting the money that you're working so hard on during the summer. Uh, you should be more focused on, you know, what initiative can I take with my campers? What's my responsibility to take initiative? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes other times, counselors will confuse us with helping too much, taking on so much initiative that you forget, right? Like we were talking about, your initiative is to your campers, right? You're focused on these kids having a better time. You can help with the overall art of camp, but a lot of times I see somebody might take so much initiative they forget about their main responsibility, which is taking care of their campers. You might see this person is the person who's attached to the hip of a leadership staff member. They're always asking if they can help. They always volunteer to stay behind and clean up after everyone's left. We're really stay with your kids, get them back, get them showered, get those devos and late night camp chats done so that they can really enjoy their camp experience. Your leadership staff can clean up just fine on their own after an activity. They appreciate the help and they probably won't deny it because they're tired and they want the help, but let them do those. And um, another look of true initiative for me is just the buy-in of camp activities. It's the creativity and program and it's the taking the little extra every day to make sure that you're really selling what's going on at camp. It's being excited when people come to soccer while it's also dressing up for whatever the theme day was. So it's buying in and getting into those activities. I think, I think too, it's about like, it's about noticing too. It's about just that little bit of, of noticing on how you can help. And I like that you said within the context of your job, Oliver, because, you know, I was totally a keener when I was a young counselor and I would, I would do that exact thing. I would like be cleaning up the dining hall and, and they'd be like, uh, 
Iskis, where are your campers? I'm like, oh, right. Because I wanted to, I wanted to like, I guess, show off in that way. I wanted to show that I knew what needed to be done. But I would say like, it's a, there's a happy middle ground in that too, is that if you're getting up from the table with all of your kids, you taking initiative would be reminding your campers to clean up the space around them and for like pushing your chairs in, or maybe getting your campers to like pick up pieces of food um, or clean their area first. So then you're kind of getting the best of both worlds. You're helping and you're um, still covering those responsibilities. Yeah, I like it. You make a great transfer over into our next topic. And I'm going to interrupt it for just a second because you used a Canadian word that I love, but I don't know if every American will. Can you define the word keener for everybody? Is that a Canadian word? That is a Canadian phrase. We oh, don't super, use it in the States, a but super I'm happy keener, I know. A keener bud. Um, <laughs> um, no, a keener uh, is like a... Um, I don't know. How would you do it? A keener's like someone who's like taking initiative is like always like, I'm going to be the best helper ever. They're like that super duper helper and they want to be, um, it's like a type personality, um, a little bit of a kiss up, a little bit of all those things. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just like, you know, following the rules almost obnoxiously. Maybe that's the best way to put it. Yeah, I, I don't know. The closest thing I can think of as an American definition would be a tryhard. This person is a oh. tryhard. Yeah, but I yeah. love the Canadian word, and I always love hearing people say it because it is a perfect definition of exactly what you're thinking about. So um, see if you can move it down to the States if you're listening, um, but don't use it in a derogatory term. Let's see if we can make it positive. Yeah, let's make it. A, let's follow the Canadian spirit and keep it as a nice thing. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. But you were transferring into a really good thing. And we were talking about common places to show, show responsibility or sh- sorry, show initiative as well. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about in the dining hall, do you want to go into some of the other areas that you might see initiative is a great place to be shown? Yeah, I'll start with some tips that kind of that follow your spirit of making sure you're doing your job and not going above and beyond. There's lots of ways you can go above and beyond. Um, beyond your scope of responsibilities too, but just making sure you're not losing one of those things in the process. So for example, um, picking up garbage when you walk by it, right? You, if you see a piece of garbage or litter, and even if you're with your kids, you can just walk by. And I always had a garbage pocket in my shorts. That was just like, this is the, where trash is going. And at the end of the night, I would just empty that pocket into the garbage. Um, or I would find it in the washing machine after the week of camp, but you know, um, the other way you could show some initiative is when there's a game going on or um, any kind of camp activity, you jumping in with the goal of pumping things up or maybe raising the competition level just a little bit to help kids have more fun. That's a great motive for one to do it. And there's a bit of extrinsic motivation in there too, right? You want to see kids have fun, uh, make it better for them. You know, there's a little bit there, but I think, um, you are going above and beyond your expectations in that way of, of um, not just supervising, but jumping in. Um, if there's ever a lull or an opportunity to do so, um, we call them back pocket games. And that's a game that you can basically pull from your back pocket. It's not a physical game, but it's um, something that you can do that takes zero props and like really low explanation. So for an example, because we try to keep things practical here, um, the way Adam up works, if you haven't played it before is you keep um, for the video watchers, let's do this together, Oliver. So we're going to put both fists up in the air and on the count of three, we're going to show our fingers from one to 10. Okay. And then whoever can add them up first wins. You ready? Three, two, one, show them. 15. Ah, no, (laughs) I've been playing lots of crib lately, so 
adding eight and seven is, is an easy one for me. So yeah. if you're watching on YouTube, that's the little treat for you there. So that's a back pocket game or a song or anything like that. So often if you're waiting for the, to go in for food or something like that, and there's a lull, you showing initiative while doing your job is starting a game or a song for kids to do. Um, I, there's, there's a couple, I don't want to keep going. You have a good list too, Oliver. So you can throw it back to me in a second, but you uh, share some. Uh, yeah, I think it's a lot of, I talked about that buy-in earlier. I'm going to really hit home on that one. Uh, you know, common places that you're going to do this is if there's a theme, like being a pirate, be a pirate, you know, dress up, mm. uh, find those times where you can go and be a character is the best way that I can say it is you're yourself all the time. Sometimes to show initiative is you get to be somebody else and really buy into whatever the spirit of whatever is going on. So put on like a thick pirate pirate accent and really sell it. And then that way you can have a little bit more fun when it comes to buying in, but also showing initiative because you're bringing that activity to the next level with that. Um, and then, you know, put those fun buy-in things into other activities on camp. So like an example was, we had a really great theme here that we were doing superheroes at camp. And I know that when that superhero theme was placed, it was the idea to have like Superman and Wonder Woman and the Flash and all these uh, really well-known superheroes. And the leadership staff for that summer took it in a completely different direction. They had um, Bendo Bob who was throwing trash on the ground and he was an evil villain. And then the hero was Captain Character Counts. And if you don't know the YMCA, we have honestly respect honesty, responsibility, respect, and caring as our four core values. And he represented all four. So his job was to put away these villains. And, you know, we took a superhero theme and we mixed it in with the, responsi the responsibilities and the core values that we have here at camp. So instantly kids were running around camp cleaning up after Bendo Bob because he was the reason that every single piece of trash existed on camp. Um, but the initiative there came from the fact that, you know, oh, shoot, we really want to make sure that everyone is taking care of camp and showing that they care about camp and these core values are really important. So we'll, let's be a little bit more create, creative with how we're going to do that. Can we mix it into something? Can we make it an all camp game? And the best part about this was everyone bought into it and everyone buys it. And then everyone's taking the initiative to do those things like cleaning up camp. So um, it's a big scale kind of a deal, but you know what you can tell kids that there is, you know, not maybe a monster, but uh, maybe something or somebody on camp, a villain who, you know, spreads trash around camp. We have to clean up after him. Um, something like that so that kids can be, you know, they can get their imaginations flowing and you've taken initiative. You've gotten them to do something that they normally wouldn't do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Matt, do you have anything else? Yeah. I, I think, I, I think of myself when I was a camp director, um, one of my, the things that I hated were like making people do things. So whenever, if you're in a staff meeting and a, a task needs to be done and the director, whoever's leading the meeting says, okay, who can do this? The, the best thing that you can do is just raise your hand and just be like, yep, I got this. Um, even if you're not quite sure what you're signing up for, for you to raise your hand and, and, be an example in that way that kind of sets the tone for everyone else to be stepping up and doing that. And you're just, you're helping that director not have to like force it upon someone who really doesn't want to do it. And, and I always, you know, I, I had the, the mindset when I was at, at, at 
counselor was that I might as well just try it, right? Because it'll open some new opportunity. If I, you know, I decided to help with this maintenance project and this is a true story. I helped with the maintenance project when I was a, a second year counselor and did a pretty good job on it. And they, I was the maintenance assistant director the next summer. And it was, and it was part of that reason why they hired me to do that position. So you never know the benefits that you can get from taking an initiative too. So just on that level, just volunteer and help out. If, if a coworker or a director is planning something, ask if, if it works for you to be a part of it, for you to help out with it. If there's anything you can take on, um, obviously not taken away from your regular responsibilities, but, uh, but to assist is, is great. The last thing I would say is that if you're given a, a task or a list of things to do when you're cleaning or anything like that, when you finish it, a great phrase to say, is there, is there anything else I can help with? Or what else can I do to help? And the answer might be, nope, that's it. You're good. And then that's fine. But at least you're showing that you're committed to that next step of helping, not just doing the list and saying it's done and that's it. So yeah, those are some, some of my other ways that you can take initiative at camp. Yeah, uh, I'll finish off my list real quick. But one of my big ones is, and especially now as a camp director, the one of the most frustrating things that I have, like a little pet peeve, is putting things back where they came from. Like, yeah. for example, like we had a group that had done yoga here at camp, and there's these wonderful yoga mats that are down by our boathouse right now that really actually should be, you know, in our fitness center, right? Why are they down at the boathouse? They've been left out there for a, probably a little while now um, based off of when the event was. So how many people have walked by those and haven't brought them back, right? Uh, everyone knows where they go. Everyone knows where they belong. Everyone's seen them probably 15, 20 times at this point, And just nobody's taken the effort to put those things back. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're with your kids and you see something like that, where there's like a chair from an event that's like down at the waterfront for some reason, and you see that chair all the time, you know, man, that chair's not supposed to be there have your kids walk over. You guys grab the chair and carry it to where it belongs. Uh, I did this game when I was a camp director or a camp coordinator down in New Jersey. And uh, we played this game called put that thing back where it came from. Right. And if you could find things and you could put them back where they came from, you'd get points for your cabin. Mm. And if you got to sing that song, put that thing back where it came from. Put that, yeah. Uh, if you don't know it, there's uh, I can't remember what, annoying television show it's from, but it, it catches on pretty quick. Um, so please put those things back, uh, clean up after yourself, take the initiative, know that there's a start time for setup and there's a start time for cleanup. And then you have your activity time. So make sure you're always taking an initiative to really think out those times. And along those lines, visualize the activity you're going to be doing, you know, think about how that hour or hour or two hours are going to go with your campers. How, what are you going to cover? What are the time slots going to be? Think about those things because you might've had a lesson plan for an activity, but then you get to know your kids better or you don't really have the time to really think about or set up a lesson plan. So you got to visualize it on your own ahead of time, but really know what you're going to do. Kind of know the pace and how you're going to set it up so you can do your activities to the fullest extent. Don't just think, oh yeah, I'm going to teach sailing today and you're going to walk out to sailing and just make it work. Mm -hmm. Think about it right before. And then uh, another one is with manners, uh, especially in the dining hall. I think manners are something that um, are important to people, but we forget the kids still have to learn them and we allow them to get away with not knowing them sometimes at camp. Uh, so make sure that you are enforcing with your kids to say things like thank you or please or 
asking to be excused from the table so they don't just get up and go or that they are speaking clearly so they're not saying things like um uh or like like i am doing right now all the time probably during the podcast people probably notice but i try my best to speak as clearly as possible and matt do you have something you want to add to those manners list yeah well just in general there's two things that you said there that that um i wanted to kind of highlight because taking initiative is not doing your job right so if you are leading if you were the person out there i'm I'm speaking to you who left the yoga mats down at the boathouse come on you putting those those yoga mats back to where they came from that's you doing your job that's not taking initiative you taking initiative is if you're the counselor walking by and you notice that they're out of place and you might want to ask somebody if they if they have them down there for a reason but um you being like okay hey are these anybody's no okay i'm gonna put them back or me and my kids are gonna put them back it's the same as manners you know doing your our job is to use manners we we should be examples but for you to teach the kids to do it and not just correct them that's taking initiative it's that extra step beyond just your you know what would be expected of you every day i just kind of wanted to to jump in because there is a difference yeah no that's a great point and thanks for clearing up like yeah, picking up those yoga mats is the person who brought them out in the first place responsibility. Um, but definitely, if you see them and you know, man, it's five degrees outside right now. No one's probably doing yoga by the lake. <laughs> All right, we'll put two and two together. And sometimes initiative is that problem solving, right? Something that Matt and I have talked about doing is a podcast about decision making, right? How do you make good decisions at camp? So hopefully you'll listen one day and you'll get to hear us talk about that and how you can make good decisions at camp. But uh, for now, taking initiative, right? Sometimes is you doing some math and saying, man, that's probably not where that's meant to be. Or I've seen that there for a long time. And I know that somebody has to handle it. And here's the kicker. And Matt kind of jogged this in my memory. You might know who left that out, right? Or you might be really upset and you're trying to prove a point by not picking it up because you really want the person to pick it up in the first place. At the end of the day, take a deep breath, understand that this is a responsibility that has to get handled on camp handle said responsibility. And then you can go and talk to that person about, Hey, I noticed that the yoga mats were left down by the boathouse. Can we make sure that they end up back here? I don't want to lose any yoga mats to bad weather or whatever it might be. Um, thank you so much. Like, um, I heard that yoga was a great program you ran anyway. So, um, you know, do that compliment sandwich with them, but also respond, like, let them know, like, Hey, this is, this was something that, you know, was unfortunately not handled. Um, and also don't guilt them into the fact that you're better than them because you picked it up in the first, like, yeah. it's something that had to get handled. Well, and uh, I think I, I like Oliver, what you said about the, the I know we're kind of spiraling into a bunch of different things, but that noticing language is really important, especially for, for, to learn as a young counselor. I wish that I had learned it. I only learned it as a, you know, a young leadership staff, um, to say like, Hey, I noticed that this happened can you tell me why? Or like, or is there a reason? Like, hey, Oliver, I noticed that uh, the yoga mats were down at the waterfront. Are, are you still using them? Or is there a reason that they're still down there? You, can, you don't have to come across as holier than thou or even be like, well, I brought them up for you, you slacker. It's you saying, I noticed this. Is there a reason? And then it gives them the chance to say like, oh, I totally forgot them. I should remember that for next time. Um, I'll go and get them. Be like, oh, no, no, I already got it. It's okay but you're giving them almost that learning opportunity without having to come across as someone who's just looking to get recognized for their work. All right. So with that being said, getting recognized for your work, again, a perfect segue. 
sometimes you take initiative and you want to make sure that people know about this. It's not a braggart kind of a deal. It's a, Hey, I did this and I want to make sure people know that I take initiative because to be honest with you, sometimes taking initiative can be overlooked, right? When you step up to the plate, people might not always notice it. And I kind of hinted at this earlier, like your camp director might not always notice you're taking initiative because to the camp director, that's a responsibility that had to get handled. And when they're so busy during the summer, especially as a supervisor, you may not notice you're just happy that it got handled, right? So how do you get recognized when you do the right thing or when you handle something that you that wasn't handled, right? You're there to fill in a gap. So Matt, is there any way that you would start making sure that these counselors who are now learning how to take initiative from a wonderful podcast are going to get recognized for that initiative? Yeah, I think you touched on something really important there, Oliver, about, I would call it like initiative burnout. It, it can be kind of exhausting to be the only person, you feel like you're the only person picking up trash around camp, or the only person who's setting the dining hall in the actual way it's supposed to be set, or, or doing all these things we've already talked about. So I think... Um, I have some tips and I'm sure Oliver does too about, you know, how to affect that change as part of your greater camp culture too. So how you can, how you can help affect that change. So it's not just you doing it and then you don't have to feel like you have to brag because everyone's just doing it. And then um, that becomes the norm for what you're doing. So um, I'll, I'll kind of leave those things to you, Oliver, but a couple of tips that I would say in terms of that recognition is when there is room for it, when there's room to be taking credit for your initiative, make sure you do so. So if you, if you get a weekly or a monthly evaluation from your director and they don't, they didn't notice that you picked up trash, hopefully they're going to ask you a question like, was there anything else that you did well, or was there anything that I missed? Please do speak up for yourself because we as camp directors don't, we can't catch everything. We don't catch every little thing that every person does. Um, so make sure that you're advocating for yourself. Or if it's in a staff meeting, you know, I would sometimes ask in a, a staff meeting at, at Pierce Williams, I would say like, what is something you did this week that we didn't see, but that was awesome. And it was their chance to brag. And, and it took the staff a little bit to be like, oh, it's okay to brag about my accomplishments, but there was room for it. So we, we wanted them to do it because we knew that if they bragged about those awesome things, it would create a better standard for the rest of um, for the rest of camp. So maybe that looks like for you, if you're in the staff lounge on your hour off, you could kind of ask a prompting question to the people you're talking with and say, Hey, like, do you have anything awesome planned this week? Or, or were there any things that you like did that were like super cool? Um, and that'll kind of raise the standard for the rest of the staff that you're hanging out with. What do you got Oliver? No, I love that because that is such a great conversation to have in the staff lounge, right? Like it's still work related, which I know some people want to stay away from when they're relaxing, but also is that chance to really talk about your day. It's kind of like a proud parent getting to talk about their kid. So um, I think that's such a fantastic way to have a conversation with somebody at camp that really that just kind of talks about the good things about what they're doing. Hmm. Um, I think it's really important that uh, we recognize others initiative first, right? Hmm. If you find yourself getting frustrated about not being noticed about initiative, take the time to try and look for other people who are showing initiative and positive, positively reinforce that initiative that they're taking, right? So it does two things. One is it role models showing positive reinforcement for others initiative, which then positively reinforces initiative at camp, which means that you're growing a culture of people who are going to continue to grow the culture of taking initiative. It's like this beautiful potion of 
continuing. It's a spiraling effect of awesomeness. So say thank you and point out to other people, wow, I was really impressed by Ryan. He knew that it was a Bigfoot theme and he went out of his way to carve a wood block and wood shop to make giant footprints in the woods that other kids could see and potentially think Bigfoot was real. Or Sarah made this incredible map of camp that has all the Bigfoot sightings marked on it. Not even the leadership team thought about that. And now her girls in the cabin are tracking every sighting of Bigfoot and they know everywhere he's been and they're trying to triangulate his location and where he might be. Brag about those awesome things that other counselors are doing because Sarah or Ryan in those last two examples might not brag about what they're doing. They're just doing it because they're taking initiative. So your initiative is bragging about those things, getting the word out that Ryan and Sarah are doing such a great job. So brag about other people's work. It makes them continue to do the good behavior, but also it lets others know that they got to step up. And this is great when it comes not from camp directors, because now we're favoriting counselors. This is great when it comes from peers, right? The peer has to be complimenting others' good work because then other people will go, wow. And they're not making fun of these people for being a tryhard or a keener. They're enforcing that this is great and this is awesome we want to see and that's the other thing is you want to avoid bragging so if you do a cool program if you run something that's really awesome let others talk about it for you if you did a great job that's what's going to happen right other people will hopefully start to notice your work and effort they might not always notice the small things like the picking up of trash or you know the being on time because you're doing the right thing but i'll tell you what when it comes to evaluation time your supervisor will be like man what am I going to mark them for? Well, they're never late. Um, you know, I, they pick up trash all the time. You know, in fact, the other day they gave me a trash bag to throw away because they had to get back to their kids, but they didn't want to lose all of their trash onto the ground there. So I know that's going on, right? They, we can add it together as it goes on. You just mm-hmm. need to make sure that uh, it is happening and eventually it kind of catches on. Um, and then the next thing is make your initiative visible, right? So if you want to prove that you are making sure your kids are showering all the time or making sure that your kids are cleaning up the dining hall table after they're done, or that they are showing that responsibility of putting on sunblock every day, make sure that they are showing those things around camp. So have a schedule in your cabin for the shower or the chores that are going on. Have the kids give out sunblock one day, kind of like lemonade, right? They walk around and they go, hi, would anybody like to try SPF 50? It's fantastic for these warm, sunny days where the sun rays are coming down hard, right? Have your kids sell those things because you're showing initiative through the action of your campers. It's a great way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Note the person who is doing these types of things because that's how you know where the initiative is being shown, right? And then finally, my last thing here is don't overlook people because that's just the way they are or they're natural or it needed to be done by somebody, right? No, if those are the lines that are being said, then you're talking about someone typically who is taking initiative, right? So those are negative phrases about an action that was a great action and you need to step up and say, man, actually, it's really cool that they did that. Let's positively reinforce that and say, you know what? That is something that needed to be done by somebody and they did it. That's awesome, right? And compliment those things. So make sure you are recognizing your work. And some of the best way to do that is by saying it for other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt, did you have anything else in that category you want to talk about? 
Yeah, I, I think the to kind of go along with this, I think we're, we're talking about this like fine line between wanting doing it because you want credit or getting credit because it's something good that you did. And I wonder if the question you ask yourself is, if I were to never get noticed for this, would I still do it? And if the answer is no, I wouldn't do it because you want credit then, and you can have that honest conversation with yourself, you would know that, okay, you know, maybe I need to dial it back because maybe I'm being a keener uh, <laughs> in, in that way. Um, the last thing I have a little bit of a soapbox thing and, and anyone who's worked with me will know this is I, I really advocate for people to say you're welcome instead of, instead of no problem. And I only recently thought of this in terms of initiative, because if I say to you, so um, for those of you listening, you know, Oliver got these show notes done ahead of time and it gave me some time to work on it. And if I say to Oliver, Hey, Oliver, I really appreciate that you got those to me early because it gave me a way to get the content out. And if Oliver says to me, Oh, no problem. It, it a kind of diminishes that he did some extra work or he took some initiative in that way. And B if, if he says you're welcome, there's a little bit of that, like, yeah, I heard you and I did do this thing. So you're welcome. Like, and he's not being like, you're welcome, Matt. And hopefully you could hear my, my tone through the podcast. But, but if he says you're welcome, that's kind of that recognition. So um, I'm obnoxious about it at camp that if someone says no problem, I say, no, no, that was the problem. You did something a little extra there and I'm appreciative of that. So, um, you know, I, and sometimes I'll be like, because I'm obnoxious, I'll be like, do you want to try again? And they'll say, you're welcome. And I'll say, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so try you're welcome instead of no problem. Yeah. And I will say that I am a huge person who says no problem all the time. I almost never say you're welcome. Yeah. And it is kind of, and the discussion point that I've always had about it is, you know, there is a difference, you know, with sometimes those younger crowds, they don't want people to know that the activity or the challenge or the problem that they were solving was difficult for them. They want you to know that they did it cleanly and without an issue and that taking that extra step was not an inconvenience onto them. Mm -hmm. Right. So saying you're welcome for me and for a lot of, I think younger people, it's kind of a challenge because you did this for that person. You don't want to know, you don't want them to know that you're inconvenienced and it's not, when you say you're welcome, you're not saying you inconvenienced me. It's mm -hmm. saying, no, I did this thing and it's a good thing that I did and it helped you out. So you're welcome. I'm very happy that I helped you. Um, so don't remove the credit that you've done for yourself. Um, I'm not as a stickler as Matt, so I accept no problem. <laughs> I understand what you're trying to cut across to me. Um, and I think Matt does too, but um, I do. I accept no problems. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I, I sound more militant than I actually am on it, but I, but I do think, you know, for you to say you're welcome, I'm happy, I'm, I, I'm happy to help or, or you're welcome. It wasn't a problem, you know, Hey, maybe there's a, a happy compromise. How Canadian of me, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no problem, but you're welcome. <laughs> you keener. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about actual, um, acts of initiative, right? These are things that you do that show initiative, just some things around camp that you can start doing. I know we list a bunch as we go through the podcast, but we're just going to shoot through some quick fire ones that you can do to make sure that it is happening. So Matt, you want to hit us with one? Yeah. My, my only one here is just to help campers take initiative. So this is kind of the second level initiative. I, have, I often say like once you're good at something, it, your next step is to teach it to someone else. Um, so 
to help them take initiative or even your coworkers. This is a, a way that you can kind of subtly influence that a little bit. You could say, uh, to, I would say to a camper, Hey, Billy, I noticed there was a lot of garbage around and we've got a few minutes. Can you help me out and, and pick up the trash? And you saying, I noticed, right? Just prompts them to be like, Oh, this counselor noticed. Maybe I should be noticing these things too. And you could say that to a coworker and not come across as a keener or holier than thou. Um, with a camper, I've also said, Hey, Sally, uh, it looks like we've got some time right now. Do you want to help me sing a song? What song should we sing? And she'll say, great big moose. And then we'll sing and I'll get her to lead it with me um, because then I'm getting her to like physically take that action on um, initiative taking. So that, that's kind of my next thing. And, and with anything at camp, once you've got it nailed, you teach it. All right. Um, I say this, I say, think big picture on small things, right? So for example, uh, we've talked a lot about responsibility here because initiative is in that big category. But say your policy is to be responsible, right? Like here at Camp Jewel, we have our four core values. We do them all the time. You take those core values, that big picture thing that's supposed to overarch in everything. And you say, how can I add this into what I do every day? How can I be responsible in arts and crafts? How can I be caring uh, in my cabin? How can I be and think and list specific actions that you can do, right? So like say you're doing caring in the cabin, you can say, I want to make sure I say goodbye. I want to say goodnight to every single one of my campers before they go to sleep. Or I want to make sure that everyone feels respected within the cabin. So every single night we're going to do a small little phrase, right? So our cabin has the phrase, um, for every respect I give, I get three back, right? Whatever it might be, you come up with that saying in your cabin and you can start to see these big, huge policies in this little tiny area. And then me as a outsider, right? If there's ever something going on, I can see those four core values in your cabin because you might say, Hey, little Johnny, my camper, what's our saying in the cabin? And they go, well, for every respect I give, I get three back. Right. And then I, as somebody from an outsider goes, wow, this person is taking initiative to make sure they're teaching their kids about our four core values. That's not something that we do on a traditional day in camp, but man, that is 100% the values that we represent. Um, the next thing is I say repeti repetition of expectations. So if the expectation is that you're sweeping under your dining hall table, make sure that it's happening every day, right? I know someone's not taking initiative if they're not handling the things that they're supposed to do every day, right? There's kind of a baseline and then initiative is going above that base. And if I see on that baseline that you drop below it, you know, every once in a while, that might be okay. But if I see it's pretty consistent every other day or almost every day, you're not sweeping under that table. I know you're definitely not taking initiative in other areas because you're struggling with that status quo. Also for me as a camp director, if you're not making that line, I know there's probably something I have to do to come and help you because you're struggling in some way. So I got to step up as myself and come and see you. Um, next is verbally taking initiative. So saying things that we've talked about almost the whole podcast, how can I help? Let's try to be early for this. My cabin would like to volunteer to help with this. We heard the theme was this. So my cabin wants to make these posters or co um, costumes for it, right? Taking the initiative, connecting two things and making them happen, um, but also helping volunteering all those good things that we want to see. Um, next is just asking questions for more information. So, you know, raising your hand and saying, hi, can you explain that a little bit better? Or would you like me to be there at this time? That's showing initiative and 
because it shows that you care about what that person is telling you about. It's active listening, right? So if you're actively listening to what someone's saying and you're asking questions back to clarify, then you're proving to your person, your leader or your peer or the camper that you're talking to, that you want to help them in whatever way you can. And then lastly, if you have ever done improv in your life, it will teach you one of the best things about buy-in and showing initiative. And it's saying, yes, there's a rule in improv that I teach almost all of my counselors. It's saying yes. So if you're up on stage ever doing improv and something happens on stage, you say yes to it. You agree to it. If someone says they're a fish, they're a fish. You don't question whether they're a fish. You don't challenge their fishness. They are fish all through and through. And it will make your scenes a lot funnier, but it will also make you show more initiative around camp because you're saying yes to the things that are coming at you that you can do them. With that being said, don't take on challenges that are too hard or you're not capable of doing. You can say no to those, or you can ask a question and maybe get it clarified so that you can help better. Mm. All right. Matt, our last little thing we're going to talk about in today's podcast is training yourself to take initiative. So we are bringing this up because taking initiative is a behavior. It's an action that you do and changing behavior. We all know takes time. You don't change overnight. You don't become a workaholic, work, work a holic, right? You're not going to the gym every single night because some switch flicks. It takes time. You get used to it and then you can get moving. So we want you to start some of these things before camp, but Matt, what are some things to train yourself to take initiative when you are at camp? Yeah, I, I think uh, you, you, you totally nailed it. It doesn't come naturally to everybody, um, but you can kind of prompt yourself into thinking. So one thing I would say is uh, using a visual prompt. So maybe you have like a, a ring that you wear or um, you can tie like a, a small piece of yarn around your watch band. And when you notice that, that can be like your initiative prompt. It can remind you to ask those questions, you know, how can I be uh, of service in this way? Or what can I do? What else can I do to make this better? Just through that little prompt. Um, I was also thinking of another way. If you have sunglasses or you wear glasses, you could designate like a quick second where when you throw those on, they're like your initiative glasses. So when you look through those lenses, you're looking how you can be helpful. It's kind of cheesy, but who knows? It might work. Um, and the last thing I'll leave you with is uh, the Pierce Williams, like our staff mantra was to do what needs to be done to help the campers have the most amazing camp experience. And that was not even, not only a mantra that was at the top of every single job description at Pierce Williams, which I thought was so brilliant. So from the executive director to a junior counselor, our first line in that job description was to do what needs to be done. And that meant that we, that taking initiative was just part of what we do. So if there's garbage, we pick it up. If there's a toilet that needs to be plunged, we plunge it. If there's a camper that needs help, we help that camper because that's what we do. We do whatever we can to help that camper have the best week. So maybe you can take that on as a mantra and I'll, I'll credit Joe Richards um, with that excellent, excellent mantra. Um, but if you take something like that on to be your own goal for camp this summer, I think uh, you'll, you'll notice uh, a lot of things will change for you. Okay. Uh, I got a nice little list here. So with that being said, start with a list, right? Mm. Take a list, write 10 small actions on it, right? This might be sweep, right? This might, and it literally can just say the word sweep on it. Sweep, um, compliment somebody. Um, it's just, to be honest, it's just 10 actions that you want to see yourself doing more often that are good, positive actions. And then print off minimum 30 of those sheets, right? 
take those sheets, you keep one close by, or you keep that little pile close by, and you take that sheet with you every single day for those 30 straight days. Because uh, if you've read basic behavior changing, it takes 30 days to create a new behavior. You And then every single day, you make sure you cross off all 10 items on that sheet, right? You try to do it throughout the day, right? Even set um, alarms on your watch that go off. And when it beeps, you look at your list and you go, oh man, I still haven't swept today. I'm going to go and do some type of sleeping right now. Um, yeah, sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you're with campers. Maybe you get your campers involved. Maybe your campers know about the list. And when the alarm goes off on your watch, they all go, oh, what's on the list? What's on the list? What do we have to do? And now you're training your campers to take initiative too. Wow, crazy. Blew my mind there as I was talking. But make sure they're like small tasks though. One to five minutes maximum. You're not you know, blowing minds with your initiative, you're thinking about the little things, right? You know, if it's paying a compliment to someone, it's not that hard. And the little initiative goes off and you can do it. Also, small learner thing here. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I love the, the 20 pennies. If you're trying to give compliments to people, put 20 pennies in one pocket. And then every single time you feel that weight in your pocket, you move a penny over because you are going to pay someone a compliment. Mm-hmm. So every compliment you give, you move a penny. And by the end of the day, you've done 20 compliments and the next day you move them to the other pocket right and then all of a sudden you're taking initiative to give people compliments on camp and show you are more caring um i love connecting these back to the core values because i just know them so well um the next is have an initiative buddy someone who's going to keep you in check so if you say i want to change this behavior about myself can you help me out now that may sound very campy it's a good thing you're a camp professional but initiative buddies are all over the place whether you notice them or not they're your friends they're the person you go to the gym with. Sometimes they're coworkers. You don't recognize it, but if you're intentional about it and say, hey, do you want to be my initiative buddy? Do you want to be the person who's going to keep me in check for this behavior? They're hopefully going to be a good friend and keep you on there. Uh, next up is stories that are hard and they become amazing camp stories, right? So you start to tell the story about how this camper threw up one night in the cabin and how awful it was but you change that story into something that is more positive, right? You talk about what you did to make that camper have a better night instead of what you had to do, right? And that's a big change of initiative because you are getting to do something with that camper. So it's a positive story. The next is a great thing from Lee Cockerell, who was a former and formerly in charge of all of Disney. He said, write your own story, right? Or be your own Shakespeare, I believe what it was. And he said, you know, figure out what your camp does, write it or figure out what Disney is, which is perfect. And you can go online. He has this 10 page story about how he talks about this camper who goes to camp and has, or sorry, not camp, but he goes to Disney world and they have this amazing experience at Disney world. And he only talks about amazing things, no problems after them. But if you read the story, you get to see this amazing customer service. You get to see the amazing rides, the um, the facility, all these great things. If you take the time and you write down, what does a perfect week look like for a camper, right? You're going to know the areas that you need to show initiative in before camp ever starts. So take an hour and sit down and write that story. So you know how to make a camper have a great experience. And then lastly, going back to this initiative about responsibility, have the enter and exit rules. So lights clean, ready or your LCR. So are the lights on or off, right? This can also just mean basic like things like to turn the fireplace off or, you know, is the oven still on? Whatever it might be, you think about the things that are 
on in the room. You make sure the room is clean and organized and ready. Um, sorry, clean and organized so it looks appealing to look at, right? You don't want to have a big messy room or things all over the place. And then finally, you make sure that it is ready. So if this is the entering, you're making sure that it's ready for the activity when the kids get there. You don't want to be pulling things out in that first 10 minutes. You want to kind of know that everything's going to be ready to go. You might have to pull one or two things out, but you should be most part ready when the activity starts. And then finally, you leave the room ready for the next person. And that might just be mean leaving it clean, but it also might mean, you know, the next group that comes in here needs this like they need all 15 chairs instead of 10 chairs. So leaving it ready for the next group. And that shows that you're taking the initiative to think of the next step. Cool. All right. I think that's pretty much the show, except for one very important part of our show, which is to get ready. So this is our segment where we talk about getting ready for next summer and what you can start doing now. Matt, what is something that you're going to do to get ready for summer camp this year? Well, something, something that I'm going to do, I, I'm actually not going to camp this summer, so that's going to be weird. Well, I might, I'll probably find my way to a camp. I mean, it'll be, it'll be hard, hard not to. Um, but what I would say, besides trying to say you're welcome more, I'll give that as like a, a little, little pre-challenge for you. You can say you're welcome. It wasn't a problem. I'll let you say that. Um, the other one I, I came up with was to start making a personal packing list for camp and make an actual physical list, whether it's on your computer or written, that's fine. And the what you can do with this list is that you can share it with your camp friends and you can like compare and contrast to make sure that you're not missing anything. But what you could also do is take the initiative – Bing, bing, right? Take the initiative and share it with uh, a new camp staff that's going to be joining your team this year. Maybe it's an international staff, so your director can share it with them. Or as like a, a super duper gold star being a keener in a good way, um, you could take a video of yourself packing for camp. So I think it would be really cool. I've seen a couple of camps do this where they have a camera go over, over the shoulder or someone's filming it above your head and it's showing you like packing your bags and you can show like how to roll up your pants so that they fit and how to, you know, what, like bring your stuffed animal and your stuffed animal goes in the bag. Um, that could be a cool video that your camp could show on social media. So um, some kind of packing list and then what you do with that list is up to you. Yeah. Uh, we have a good theme of lists today. Mine is going right back to something I was just talking about. And that is write your list about the behaviors that you want to start seeing yourself doing and then try to keep track of them. Like I said, behavior takes time to change. It's not automatic. You're not going to flip a switch. And I tell you what, with that list, it's going to take some time. You're probably going to forget an item or two on that list as you go through, but write that list, put a minimum of 10 actions on it, probably a maximum of 10 too. try to keep it in that perfect wheelhouse and then try to make sure you do all 10 of those actions every single day that are a little bit out of the ordinary for you, but you make sure you're still doing them and then keep that list, keep all the, um, at the end of the day and know that you are working slowly, but surely into being someone who's going to take more initiative every day. All right. But that's our show. Thank you guys so much for tagging in. Um, <clears throat> Matt, if we want people to get a hold of you, how are they going to do that? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my email is matt, M-A-T-T, at gocamp.pro, or you can find me on Instagram at iscus. Shout out to some listeners who followed me this past week. That was pretty cool. Um, feel free to send me a message, ask me a question, or if there's something you want to hear on the show, uh, you can reach out via email or on Instagram. Um, also, I would say that Oliver and I are both going to be at ACA Tri-State this 
uh, this year. This episode will be out a couple of weeks beforehand. So if you see one of us there, uh, come say hi and tell us if you listen to the show. And um, it'd be really be awesome to meet some of our listeners and uh, we'll make sure that we have some stickers for you uh, to, to, to give to you. So we have some go camp pro stickers and um, stuff that we can give you for, for just saying hi. So that's uh, yeah, that's how you get a hold of me and please say hi at Tri-State. Oliver, how about you? Uh, so you can reach out to me on Facebook. I'm always on there for Facebook messenger, but uh, you can also uh, email me at oliver.gregan at ghymca.org. Gregan is G R E G A N. Uh, but also I'm on Instagram, but probably not as active as Matt. But if you follow my camp's Instagram, you'll pretty much see what I post on Instagram because everything is camp that I do. So uh, you can follow that and you can get to see another camp and how they operate their Instagram. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can learn a few tricks of the trade um, of what we're doing here at Camp Tool. But uh, then with that being said, if you enjoyed today's show, we would be so grateful if you left us a review wherever you were listening to this podcast. Your ratings and reviews not only tell us what you like and don't like about the show, but it helps boost our ratings and helps more people discover everything that we're talking about here, which is showing initiative about how you can help improve the camp community. You could show initiative by leaving us a review. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. So don't forget that you can find our show notes right now at camphacker.tv slash podcast. Uh, there's lots of great stuff there and uh, exciting news. We're going to be moving over to our own podcast feed coming up. So pretty soon, make sure you're checking out at camphacker.tv slash podcast. Also on my Instagram and maybe we'll convince Oliver to post something about it. And on the go camp pro Instagram at go camp pro, uh, you can find some more uh, information about where to find the new podcast. We'll still be called First Class Counselors. You'll just have to look for it again in your favorite podcast app. So look forward to that uh, that coming up. Yep, so hashtag initiative. Thanks for listening, friends. Camp is camp and camp's all good. First Class Counselors is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Pros. We love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, summer camp professionals group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more Camp Pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.